When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. Pow! We're in a weird mood today. I think it's the coffee, honestly. We should test it. So we got a new coffee. And we invested together. If you're a longtime podcast listener, you know we invested in a coffee maker together. It's our baby. Jointly owned. We jointly own this lovely Keurig. And we have been getting McDonald's coffee. We just To us, it's just about the compostability of the coffee pods, right? Because some of that stuff, although it says recycle in some areas, it's actually not recyclable. A lot of areas around here, you actually can't recycle the pods. So that makes us sad. So we want to at least do the fully compostable pods. So we use the McDonald's ones and they're great and fine. But I just bought the PC one. And this is the Colombian uh, roast. Which yeah, is- it says Colombia's finest. And something's in that coffee. There might be coke in there. We were, there might be some cross-contamination because I'm fucking <laughs> woo- wired. We were really off the wall today. Really no, off the wall. I'm not uh, I'm not accusing anybody of anything. I don't know that for sure. I just know that I have a lot more energy today than I did yesterday. Crazy. And the only thing that changed was the coffee. There's a fucking parrot on the box. I mean, it's a great little package. That drug-running parrot. <laughs> job right it's galen weston's crack, parrot crack <laughs> um, can that's I, what it's saying crack 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 crack, crack. 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 carries a lighter around in its mouth <laughs> jesus can i read a great dm i got from instagram yesterday sure um this is from howie howie says i just want to do a quick shout out it says uh you guys are amazing i used to listen all the time when you were on uh, z103 that's our old radio station i do my best to listen online when i can i don't drive truck anymore so i'm not in your area anymore but i absolutely love your podcast i recommend it to everybody i know and i look forward to many more to come you guys are awesome and i hope you have a great day so thank you so much for that howie appreciate that I keep getting DMs saying we should go back to the old station because they like the they don't like. Well, uh, I don't want to be mean here, but people say They're not, they uh, I miss listening to, to you in Toronto and I wish it was you guys on 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 103. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing when you just post something and then there's like, go back to the station, go back to the other station. Come on, help us out. I, I mean, it's not like we're choosing between Petro Canada and Esso. We'll just go to that station. No, we'll go to this station today. It doesn't work like that. No. <laughs> so thank you for all the people that are missing us. This is the way that you can hear us now if you can't get us terrestrially. Uh, I mean, it's real easy. You could just say, hey, Google, play 91.5 The Beat when you wake up in the morning and you can listen to us anywhere in the world. But for those who don't want to do that in the car or who have a shitty data plan and don't want to stream it, you can uh, just listen to the podcast here. Can I talk about who's here now, though? Because I think there's a lot of people who will maybe follow you on social media and your ex-co-hosts. <laughs> You're going to talk <laughs> about my exes Wait now? a minute, your ex-co-hosts on <laughs> social media, too. But they might not be aware if they listen to the podcast. And let's say that they used to listen to you as far back as your old co-hosts. 2000 is when we started. Something is pretty cool that has happened over the last little while. And people are 
thinking that we did that this is all planned out by the way Scott people oh, are thinking I know. I know. isn't it <laughs> I amazing know. I got so many messages from people asking me about this so if you listen to Scott for as long as I have you know and remember Dave Blizzard. Yes. And Dave Blizzard was a member of a three-person morning show that Scott used to do when I used to listen before I even got into radio. I remember listening to you guys, loving you guys. And now Dave Blizzard, 2020, Dave Blizzard is our boss. Uh, just got hired on as now is he the brand manager or the program manager? What is his as exact title? Because I've heard both. Uh, I think he is the program manager. So everything that you hear on the radio on this station and on our sister station, Dave Rocks, is controlled by him. Mm-hmm. So he's the guy who makes the decisions about who's on air and he does all the scheduling and and has the final say on the music and all that sort of stuff. He's all business now. In a weird twist of events. He's actually here right now. I don't he know if he can. Down the hall. He sees we're in here recording and he's kind of looking at us, but I don't know if he's actually going to come down you here. You can tell him to come in if he comes by. Okay, I just sent him a text message. In a weird twist of events, Dave, who was an intern for you, right? For me. Yeah. He was an intern when I was doing morning radio. And I thought, there's something there. There's something talented about this guy. I, I want to get him on the radio with us. And sure enough, they agreed with me and they gave him a chance to go on the radio and he proved me right and he made a great name for himself. And now, 20 years later, he's my boss. (laughs) How does that work out? Isn't that strange? That is so cool. That's so cool. He's a really great guy, though. He knows so much about the business, like you said. Yeah, I mean, he's grown over all these years. So 2000, is that when you guys started? Yes. Together? I think so. Oh, here he is. Okay, Here come in. I'm sorry we're talking about you. I heard. I'll let you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you hop on here so you guys can bro out and that, I'll just watch. That oh, was okay. such a boss thing to say. I heard. I heard. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know how I heard, but I heard. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, we were just saying how weird it is that it used to be that were you on the street team or you were an intern or something like that, and you went on the radio, and now 20 years later, you're my boss. <laughs> Isn't it weird? <laughs> I was a co-op student in high school. Right. Yeah. That's it. I'm not that old. Uh, yeah, I was a co-op student in high school, and it just started that way. And it was one of those work your way in, work your way through, and here I am in charge of you. <laughs> in charge of you. It's not a job that many people in this business envy doing. No, no, being no. my boss. No, and we've worked for uh, several bosses that were the same, and uh, now I'm in their shoes, and, and now I understand. There's been Paul and Karen and Julie and the list goes on and on and on. There's oh. Wendy and so oh, many more. There was, yeah, there's just uh, a whole slew of them. You are uh, going to, from time to time, pop in and do stuff with us on the After 9 podcast, I think? Yeah, that's the play. If you'll have me, sure. Yeah, of course. Well, it's, you're the boss. Well, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, by the way, we're going to rename the podcast. It's the Dave Lazard Experience <laughs> featuring Scott and Kat. Yeah, uh, yeah right? You'll get the, the coveted feature spot now. That's exciting. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, as many times as you, you'll have me in, and if, uh, if it fits the bill, then I'll be glad to join. We do it every day around this time, so feel free to drop by. I'll schedule meetings for every day at this time you have a beautiful (laughs) office by the way i love it yeah it's great holy shit i mean you just came in and boom into the corner suite floor to ceiling windows the whole nine yards 
It's a big screen TV in his office, and this is a radio station. Yeah, I hung up some uh, some pictures to give it a little charm, so uh, it's trying to make the space my own. Well, welcome to the podcast. People think it's a conspiracy, by the way. People think this whole thing was like planned out, like, oh, no. oh people yeah. think, oh, yeah, so back, this was in, in the works back in like August yeah. when we started talking to Chorus, and, and the conspiracy theories are floating in on Instagram. Don't give Scott and Kat that much credit. We didn't... <laughs> <laughs> God here, never mind. He was telling us all about how he's pretty much started your whole career oh, because okay, he chose good. to hire you on. After that's you not were what intern. I said at well, all. That is not listen, what I said at if all. If it wasn't for Hot Like Pepper on AM five thirty, I don't think I would have had an on air <laughs> career. So it's true. Dave's first radio job was um, doing announcements during. Or, no, you were actually hosting, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, it was an, an Indian radio show. Yeah, it was an East and West Indian radio show. It, it's uh, one day we can get into the story because there's some twists and turns that are kind of fun, but. Uh, it was not the traditional start in radio, almost to the point where I thought, well, guess I'm going to go back and work at Zeller's for the rest of my life. <laughs> that's that's what it was like the first day. But that would have turned out fine. Yeah. Was it loss prevention you were doing? I was. Yeah. yeah. Loss yeah. prevention Plain, at Zeller's. There's a fucking job. Plain clothes security. In so Brampton. I'd, yeah. I'd walk around and I'd be the guy who you know, would kind of sit at the end of one of the aisles and watch and kind of keep my eye on things. And you have to see them conceal <laughs> things. And I'm like, hey, that kid stole Pokemon cards. I better go bust them. Uh, and it was a whole brand new community too, so there wasn't an awful lot of action, as I put air quotes around that. Um, but it was it was a different time, uh, and it was a it was a different job, uh, but it was fun. Okay, uh, quickly before you leave, which you're going to in a minute, mm-hmm. uh, Dunkin' Donuts temporarily. I guess they have to, everybody has to do stuff for Frank's Red Hot around the Super Bowl. So Dunkin' Donuts put out a powdered donut yesterday that was covered in hot sauce. Oof. Would you do it? Would you try it? You know, I watched a lot of the Food Network and shows like that, and they're always talking about sweet and spicy mixed together. So Uh, apparently, it's very good if you're into that sort of thing. If you have that kind of a palate, well, and they you'll see a lot of caramelization of hot sauces and sweets and things like that to make like spicy syrups. So it actually might be better than it sounds on the surface. Uh, I want to give it the benefit of the doubt, but then I think about my ass, and oh, yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. lot of hot sauce to cover a whole donut. You'll end up having to sit on a donut because <laughs> yeah. of what you've put in your mouth. Exactly. Yeah. Doc, my hemorrhoids. Yeah. Oh, oh, no. It's not good for me. <laughs> I put Tastes that shit great, on everything. But I can't sit down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. We will talk to you soon. Indeed. All right. We have company coming. If you could uh, just entertain I me. Let's go entertain. That's yeah, right. go thank entertain. you. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Yep. Uh, all right, so there's a whole bunch of other things here. Number one, thank you for the DMs that have come in. We really appreciate those. Here's the headline. Men who drive fancy cars are more likely to be bad people. Do you need to hear more? <laughs> <laughs> no, this just in. Breaking news. No, there's a lot of, there's a lot of pricks that drive nice cars. Mm-hmm. Sure. And, and it's, a, it's unfortunate for the nice people who do because there are nice people. It's just, for the most part, I believe that. Truly, yeah. The study found men who drive fancy cars are more likely to be self-centered, argumentative, stubborn, disagreeable, and unempathetic. The researchers say it's because those personality traits are tied to wanting high-status possessions. Hmm. Yeah. And I mean, how many times have you been cut off by traffic and thought, that guy's a fucking dick? Maybe he's not a dick. He just cut you off and you think he's a dick, but the stereotype kind of fits. Yeah. 
people who don't care. People don't care about milestones anymore, like getting married, having kids or buying a house. This is from the New York Post. 61% say a lot of the traditional life milestones aren't really important to them anymore. The things that we're now fine with delaying or skipping include saving for retirement, getting married, having kids and buying a home. It's true. It does seem like everything's being pushed back and maybe the not caring about those things has to do with a generational thing. I I don't think that people at 18 these days are really thinking, well, I better get on it. I better find my future husband or wife and we better get them pregnant. Uh, Quickly, quickly. Yeah, no, I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that, actually. That makes me happy because everybody should choose their own life. Far too often, you have people who feel pressured to do things because other people around them are doing it. And who knows if those people that are doing it around them are doing it because they're feeling pressure to do it to do it. And that's how you end up with, you know, sad situations, divorce being one of them or a lot of time regret. Right. With maybe their career choice, they just decided to stick with because they wanted to make sure that they could squeeze in all the other things in life they should be doing, quote unquote. So you got to pick what's important to you and run with it. I owned a townhouse. At 20 years old, I was a dad at 21 years old. And it's funny because I remember back in the day, my friends would be like, uh-huh, you want to come out? Oh, wait, you can't. And they would they would tease me like, oh, oh, boy, you got a kid at home, yada, yada, yada. Now, as I watch them traipse off to the fucking Punta Cana dragging three kids in a stroller, <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, I don't have to do that shit anymore. This is great. It's just well, when you decide to do it. That's and, the thing. And they think that there's positives, especially when you when it comes to having kids. There's positives and there's negatives. And let's be honest. Nobody wants to talk about oh anything negative surrounding kids. Your kids are the best. Blah, blah, blah. Sure, blah, blah. There's positives and negatives to both. Because I feel like how much of a life, like what kind of a life did you live in your 20s because of that? Yeah, you've got all this freedom now, but you don't have a ton of freedom. Or at least if you're doing the parenting properly, you have some responsibility and obligation, of course, to your children. So it's... You, for me in my 20s, it was important I didn't have kids. I didn't have kids till I was 30. And it was nice to have that time. But like you said, right, now I want to go on a trip or something. It's a, there's a lot of more logistics that surround it. I can't just leave. I can't just think of me all the time. I can't do that now. I have a very important obligation and responsibility. Not that I'm advocating for having kids young because you have to do what works for you. But one thing I will say is I kind of like having this freedom in my 40s. And I would definitely do it all over again and trade the freedom in the 20s. Yeah, in your 20s, if you want to go out and hit a club or twerk do whatever. Ass. Exactly. If I wanted to get on a speaker <laughs> in a club that. and twerk my Not ass. Not that I was, well, maybe I was doing that a little. I didn't have the chance to do that necessarily because I was a young dad. However, at 40... Well, now I've got money. You can go on a cruise, not have to worry about your kids, you know, leaving your children, whatever. They drive me around like a fucking Uber when I'm drunk. That's great. It's great. great. I mean, I wouldn't trade that for the world. One thing I will say from a woman's angle here is that when I hear of women having a baby over the age of 40 even, I don't know. I had my kids at 30 and 32 and I was exhausted so when I hear of someone having babies later in life women I think how did you do it because I feel like my body was going to fall apart after my during my second pregnancy I was like this is never going to happen again because I physically can't even now it's fine but it's just the pregnancy but that's just me some people have it easy breezy and and stuff 
but there's a lot of risks after a certain age. So having babies young as a woman, I think anytime I hear that happening and they're, as long as they're happy and everything's good, I'm like, yes, do it. Cause your body's in perfect shape for it. Would you like to know the reasons people are delaying these things? Uh, sure. I have a feeling that money has a lot to do with stuff. Am I wrong? Yeah, you're pretty close. Um, not being financially stable is number two. Number one is personal insecurities. Hmm. People that just think, oh, no, I'm not ready to own a home. No, I'm not ready to have kids. No, I'm not ready to save for retirement. That's number one. Two, like you said, money. Being with a partner who doesn't prioritize those things. I'm fucking ready. Let's go. And that must be frustrating, too. When one of you's there, the other one isn't. It causes fights. It causes issues. The other one might cave and give in, and then that causes issues in your relationship. Yeah, that's not good. Paying off student loans. Oh, it seems like everybody's got them, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, before I can save for retirement or buy a house or until I've got enough money to have a kid, I got to pay back uh, the University of Waterloo. I've got to pay all this money to Western to... Brock, whatever. Which is fine as long as you're on that career path. I feel really bad for the people that went in for their masters of some bullshit. That they'll, <laughs> well, so, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of really shitty programs out there that are just pretty much just making money and nothing's really coming of it. If there was a masters in bullshit, I would earn it. <laughs> You'd run the class. I would teach that would fucking teach class. class. <laughs> Honestly. Listen here, fuckers. Here's your homework. <laughs> <laughs> I might have actually paid attention in school. <laughs> If I could teach a class like I do the podcast, I would absolutely be a teacher. Uh, Last thing is people don't do it because their friends aren't doing it. And we're just playing a giant game of follow the leader here. That's the problem, right? Is that, and then that goes back to the pressure, the opposite way. So if your friends aren't doing it, you're not doing it. If friends are doing it, you're like, oh, fuck, I better be doing it too. Yes. Like, calm down and live your own life. Thank I guess you. We, we can't seem to get over it. When you mentioned off the top two about the retirement, the RRSP, yeah. doesn't that bother you? Uh-huh. Like, we're still young uh-huh. in terms of we have a long ways to go before we're retired. Right. If we ever get to retire. I hate contributing to my RSP. Why? It fucking drives me because I don't get to. I want to. I want to use that money now. Can I tell you that? I want to touch that money now. I don't want to put it away for old cat. What if I die? <laughs> well, honestly, like <laughs> old cat, old dead cat, cat. Can, old cat can fuck off, man. <laughs> Young cat wants to spend that dough. <laughs> so for me, I I tend to agree with you, but for a totally different reason. The reason I like contributing to my RRSP is not because I'm thinking. 40 years from now when I'm retired, I'm going to be glad that I put away that money when I was in my 20s, 30s, and 40s. I do it because every dollar that I put in there is one less dollar that I have to give the government. Ah. The tax savings (laughs) are the real advantage to it. Okay. And I'm hoping that by the time I'm ready to cash that money out, we'll have lowered taxes a little bit in this country and I'll be able to receive some benefit for having saved all these years. Well, when you run in 10 to 15 years... Then you make that happen, Scott. Thank you. Uh, I said in this podcast that we would play back that dipshit minister of heritage, his comments on question period the other day where he said, well, yes, you should have a license. He walked it back yesterday. Fully as expected. Yesterday, he said, no, 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 no. We have no plans to do that. After he had a chat with some people. I'll bet you the staff in the PMO, the prime minister's office, and maybe even Trudeau himself called him into the office. And this is probably exactly what Justin and his staff said. What the fuck did you just do? (laughs) You actually just said that we, the government, endorse 
licensing the media and telling Canadians which the reputable news sources are. I'm trying to get good press, you fucker. If you don't buy bad press, it's a minority government. And this is going to dominate all of the headlines for the next little while. So he walked it back and pretended like he never said it. Okay. It was on television. All right. We all saw you say it. Sure, sure, sure. That's going to haunt them for a while. Second off, I'm going to mention this, not because they're a sponsor or anything like that, although we'd love for them to be, but the LCBO, rarely do they do this. Free shipping from February 7th to the 10th. So this coming weekend, it's free shipping. Fabulous. I like that. I'm down for that because I, uh, when, when you're busy and stuff going to the LCBO, it can be one of those hassles, or maybe you every now and again like to get like a cart full of stuff. Get that delivered instead. Do it when it's free. It's so much easier. I feel bad for the people who deliver it because that's probably a heavy box. Absolutely. (laughs) Especially the one that goes to your place. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Who needs 30 bottles of wine? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Beep, beep. Just back it up. No, I, I, I think this is a fantastic step in the right direction. And the LCBO, as much as I hate it, is still government controlled. But it's nice to see the government try and get a little more progressive. Because you bet your ass that if we had uh, individual owners of LCBO locations, if it was privatized, they would be doing stuff like this to compete with each other. Yeah. The government has a monopoly. They don't yeah. have to compete. But it's nice to see that they're at least testing the waters on this sort of stuff with free shipping. I love that. There you go, everybody. I don't know if there's a minimum order. I heard the commercial on the radio this morning, so I, I didn't well, catch all the details, but either way, free shipping is free shipping. What's the minimum order? Like 50 bucks? No problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you, one bottle of Who's buying, Thanks. like, one four-pack of beer? Like, nobody. Nobody. <laughs> Hit that subscribe button, everybody. We would love to get you the newest episodes as soon as they are released, and when you are a subscriber, they just pop up right away for you. Thank you for listening. We'll have another podcast out soon.